0: Hello everyone, and thank you for listening to Car Wash the Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Eastern Funding. Eastern Funding offers financing to purchase new car wash equipment and acquire existing car wash businesses. In addition, working with the SBA 504 program, Eastern Funding can provide financing for new car wash construction. Whether you're outfitting a new car wash with new equipment or changing the format of your wash, Eastern Funding can help. Call 212-819-0051 Or visit www.easternfunding.com slash carwash to get started.
1: Welcome to Car Wash, the podcast, your source for real stories and real business insights from the experts, both in and out of the car wash industry. So put it in neutral, feed off the brakes, and take your hands off the steering wheel. Because here we go. Here is your guide on this journey. Car Wash Magazine Editor-in-Chief, Matt DeWolf.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Car Wash the Podcast. This is Matt DeWolf. In this episode, we get to listen in on a conversation I was fortunate enough to have with Josh Feedy of SalesReach.io during a live episode of Car Wash Magazine Live. So take a listen to this. I think it's really important to consider how some of these principles can apply to your business and specifically to the car wash industry. We talk a lot about sales enablement and buyer enablement and we define those terms in this conversation, but we really get into how you can just flat out sell more, more unlimited, more retail washes, more of everything. So take a listen, sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. All right, so you're with SalesReach, you've got a software platform, but really at the core of what you do is help empower people to kind of help their customer-facing teams be armed to really help that buyer process and the sales process as well. So can you just, for everybody kind of at home watching, give us sort of a little bit of sense of why you do what you do and kind of what that means?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, yep, my name is Josh Feedy. I'm the CEO and founder of a sales tech solution that we call SalesReach. And What we say is that our tool falls under the category of buyer enablement. That's what our focus is. There are, believe it or not, over 7,000 sales technology tools in the marketplace. And many of those tools are focused on sales enablement, sales acceleration, sales and marketing alignment. There's all kinds of different tools that you could be utilizing. One of the underutilized focuses in the sales landscape is the focus on improving the buying experience for your buyers. This area that we call buyer enablement, there's not a ton of tools in that space. And so that's really what our focus is here at SalesReach every single day. We're trying to help our customers to make it simpler for their customers to make decisions and buy from them and to humanize the sales process in a digital first environment, which is something that we started doing before COVID hit and became incredibly important because COVID hit, because now you can imagine all the sales teams across the world that used to be face-to-face and have a lot of interactions with their customers on a day-to-day basis, they're now forced to only have those conversations like this over Zoom. And so it's become really important to find ways to change your sales process and still be effective in this new environment we're in. That's where our tool fits in.
0: Well, you know what I think is going to be super cool is that we're talking about an industry where much of that sales process is physical on-site sales. And especially when we talk about people trying to get into the unlimited club, you know, the best advice you can give somebody is to man their pay stations, right? Well, that changes a little bit with everything that's going on because people aren't gonna be as eager to be approached by another human being for a while. So we've got to find (laughs) some other ways to get to that. So I think that this is gonna be really cool. As you think about that, okay, so this is a very physical space. Historically, we've not been real great on the digital side. What do you think that car wash companies can do to kind of like change that process for themselves or what do they need to be thinking about?
1: Yeah. So let me just start by saying anyone that's tuning into this and listening is probably going, why are we talking to this guy? He's not in our industry. He has a sales technology solution. His background is sales and marketing. Why do we want him here? Listen, I'm a car collector. I own five vehicles. I have two unlimited car wash memberships for the two cars that I can actually drive through a car wash. The rest of them have to be wiped with a diaper like Fierce Bueller's dad's car, right? But the two that I have, we're constantly going to the car wash. I actually learned, this is how neurotic I am. That the unlimited car wash does not actually mean unlimited because they cut you off at two per day. I'm that crazy that I actually had to discover that, right? That's my own problem. That I'm not going to, I'm not saying anything negative about any car wash out there because who actually needs more than two a day? Well, this guy apparently thought he did, but regardless. So the reason I'm on here is because A, I'm constantly thinking about how can we improve the buying experience. And when I'm in my day to day life, I study everything around me. How could that experience have gone better? And I go through a car wash very, very frequently. And one of the things that I am constantly blown away by, and this is not a COVID thing. I get what you're saying. Like right now, please don't make me roll down my window. I don't want to, we don't need to talk right now, right? But even pre-COVID, the last time I had a conversation with anybody at a car wash was when I signed up for my unlimited message. Hmm. I have not heard anything from that company since I did that other than there was a time they got shut down for like two weeks because of COVID. And they sent me a note saying that I can't go and that they're not gonna charge me. And then they did charge me and then they didn't refund me, but it was fine, it's not a big deal. But regardless, that's the only time I've ever heard anything from the national organization that I have been paying on for at least seven years of my life every single month for at a minimum two vehicles, right? And so I find it very strange. How many times I go through there, I see the same people almost every time. I only go to two of their stations here in Minnesota, right? And they recognize me. And I know they recognize me because we make eye contact. That happens. But they've never said anything to me. They've never asked me, hey, would you like us to grab your mats this time for you? Or, you know, hey, has anything crazy been happening? Did, have we knocked off your side view mirror recently or anything like that? Right? Nothing. Like, no, no interactions, no conversations. And what a missed opportunity. And I get it. I get that right now we're in a place where, again, I don't want anyone coming up to my window. I don't want to have to roll down my window and have a conversation. We should not have to do that right now. But I do find it strange that I've been a customer this long and nobody has sent me anything even remotely meaningful in any way that entire time. Um, It makes me feel like as a customer, my business really just doesn't matter. They could take it or leave it. And really the only thing that's keeping me from leaving it is the fact that in my neighborhood, this is the only good car wash. The rest of them are, you know, not as well kept as this one. And I'm pretty, if you can't tell, I'm pretty protective of my stuff. And you know, I, I set a high bar and I want my car wash to be as clean as my car is when it comes out, right? I don't want to go into a dirty environment. So anyway, I hope that helps. Yeah, Josh, you know what you just
0: did. Everybody's gonna be looking at looking at Minneapolis as the next <laughs> burgeoning car wash market. Don't do that. I'm trying to I'm trying to make a legacy here, man. There you um, go. Sorry. Sorry. No, it's all right. It's all right. You know, I think you bring up a really good point there. I think one of the things that washes that do it well are really good about creating that kind of one-to-one customer and employee experience. And that comes through training and that comes through having a really good kind of process underlying that. But I think that where we often fall short is exactly what you're talking about and that's the ongoing relationship and the ongoing piece of that customer journey so i'm really curious what would be valuable for you to hear like from your wash the wash you go to we don't we're not going to name names but like where would you want to hear from them what kind of things would add value for you
1: i mean honestly at this point anything we're going to set the bar real low anything but here's what i'll say i mean like jokes aside they have an opportunity, and they're not taking advantage of that opportunity. When I signed up for these unlimited memberships, they have my cell phone number. They have my wife's cell phone number. They have my email address. They have all of the billing information that they need. They have a multitude of ways that they could be interacting with me. They even have my physical address. They could actually send me a, a note if they wanted to, right? If they want to go real old school, Send me a postcard if you want to, that's fine, right? Let's make it fun. Like, hey, you wanna talk about some ideas? How about we set up a camera in every car wash in America and when you get to the final end of it, when the blowers turn on, everybody in the car makes a funny face and you send me a picture of that funny face I made when I went through with my kids. I'm not kidding. That's a million-dollar. I literally just thought of that. That's a million-dollar idea. (laughs) If there's a car wash out there that does this, I want you to report it to me because if my wife and kids know that this is like the slide dropping at the amusement park, and if we make the right face right now, we're going to get a hilarious picture sent to us in our inbox. If the car wash sent that to me every time I came through, my kids would be making stupid faces. It could have (laughs) the watermark of your car wash on it. I would share that on social media every single time I go through. That's a million-dollar idea right there. Somebody should do that right now. But regardless, just sending me anything, sending me a follow-up. Thank you so much for your business. You have been a customer now for this amount of time. Last month, you came through our car wash station X amount of times. I know you're collecting this information. They should be, but they have to be collecting this information, right? We appreciate your business, and next time you come through, please, please, pull to the side, pull out your mats. Let's make sure to get those clean for you because I'm an unlimited member, so I don't get the free mat cleaning. It's just the exterior, right? And so I'm watching all the other people that are paying more and waiting longer, but it's pretty easy. They could just slap a sticker on my car when I get up to the entry. The guy that has the hose could just run right up, grab my mats from me, take it. Take it, right? This will be great. Let's just spray them off real quick. Anything maybe just, you know, hey, we value you as a customer. Your next month is going to be discounted for this. Just literally anything. And I don't think giving discounts is ever the best thing to do. But I think that when there's a lack of proper communication, sometimes that's where people end up having to go because now they're in a position where they haven't been doing the right thing for so long that how do we correct this issue? But I really do think that the beauty here is that at least in my experience, and I'm not throwing any other car, and I'm not throwing my personal car wash under the bus at all. I think they do a great job of keeping my car clean. But what I would say is like the bar is so low right now with those interactions that literally anything would be super, super great. And you know, they could even be literally, I'm not coming on here to sell my product, but part of my product is video, yeah. right? There's nothing easier than sending someone a personalized video. And just thanking them for being a customer and humanizing that experience for them, right? There's nothing, nothing easier than that. And anyone that owns a car wash can set aside a couple hours or maybe even just an hour in their day to personally thank 20 customers every single day by sending them a text message because you have their phone or sending them an email because you have their email that just says, thank you so much for being a customer. I'm the owner of this facility. It's really important to me to make sure that we're doing everything right. If there is ever anything I can do for you, if there's ever anything that you need more from us or anything you want to report, here's all my information. I'm here to make sure that you always have an enjoyable experience. Thank you so much for keeping your membership going. That's pretty simple. Yeah. That's pretty simple. You can knock out 50 of those in an hour if you want to. You know what's
0: awesome, I think? Well, so first of all, your million-dollar idea, somebody's doing it in Knoxville. Uh, I hope so. so Oh, someone's already doing it? Yeah, somebody's doing that in in Knoxville. We just just found out. So I love exciting. this
1: idea. Yeah. Oh, someone chimed in? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, well, so, I'm moving to Knoxville. I'm getting the heck out of Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. I'm moving to <laughs> Knoxville based on that alone. I want that experience. Yeah, totally. I love this, that. The other thing I love is that that's a reminder
0: that this is all, at the end of the day, a very it's, it's a personal experience. And those increased sales that everybody wants, that's going to come from just treating people like humans. And you just have to remember that, look, you worked really, really hard especially in the limited side to get that initial sale and to get them in and to get them like as part of your ecosystem, they're really expensive to get them back if you lose them. So that ongoing communication is huge. And I love the idea of just a little thing, just do something small, small things can make a big difference, but I really love, and this is because I'm a video guy, obviously, I really love the idea of being able to take quick videos and saying, Hey Matt, Super excited to see you at the wash today. This is what's going on. We've got some new stuff coming up for you. Thanks for your membership. We'll see you again next time. That little thing, if it can be done easily, this is not a product push for you, but I know your platform does that really well and really easily. That's a cool thing. People should look into that. I wanna switch gears a little bit though to just sales in general, right? So we're talking unlimited and we're talking ongoing communication and journeys, but let's talk about what should I do or how can I arm my employees To sell more, just kind of everyday washes. You know, you come up, you're coming to the wash, you're at the pay station. How do I get kind of selling my employees to either push promotions and upgrades more or just to have them kind of feeling comfortable around the idea of selling there,
1: selling the unlimited offer, all that kind of stuff? Like, what's helpful? Okay, I'm going to answer that question, I promise, but I'm going (laughs) to go back, I'm going to go back real quick here. What I want everybody to understand, because this I live this every single day. The more human you are in your communications with people, the more that they actually know who you are. So if you own a car wash and you literally, as the owner, send out personal communications to your customers, what this is doing is don't forget how powerful it is when you know a guy or you know a girl, right, that owns the company, that is behind the company. So many people build so much more trust and will stick with a company so much longer just because they know a guy, right? It makes them feel good that they have direct access to the one person that they can always bring a problem to that's gonna solve it right away or they can always bring a question to and they're always gonna answer it right away. There's a ton of power in that. So the more available you make yourself in those ways, the better you're gonna be. Now, as far as the team, as far as building momentum, we're talking about building excitement here, right? I'm sure everybody out there has tried spiffs. Hey, you sell a hundred of these unlimited washes today. You're going to be the lucky Roku TV owner or this 40 inch TV is coming home with you. Those are okay. Those are okay, right? Spiffs like that are kind of fun. But what I would say is that it starts at the top. If you are in an ownership and or leadership position, if you're the one that's leading the charge, if you're the one bringing that excitement and passion around what you're doing, you're getting to know those customers personally. You're showing them that when somebody pulls up, man, let's give them a big old smile. Let's give them a big thumbs up, right? If we know that they've come through a couple times, right? You have the same person at that front. Just have someone say, second time this week. Awesome. Keep it clean. How simple is that, right? I mean, like people accuse me all the time of being like a mix of Billy Mays and Chris Farley and, and that's fine. This is just my natural, this is who I am, right? My marketing manager used to call it the Josh show. He'd always be like, oh, you're going to turn on the Josh show. And I'm like, no, this is, this is just what I do in my working hours. When I get home, my wife, she thinks I'm the most boring person in the world. But when I'm working, man, I, I got to turn this on. We got to bring some excitement here. And I do think that it just comes down to rewarding the people that are there working for you. Because honestly, I've had experiences where I get to the car wash and the person that is controlling the hose at the beginning clearly doesn't want to be there. They clearly don't want to be there that day. Whatever's happening in their life, they're not interested in being there. And guess what they don't do? They don't hose off my car properly, right? Like I go hit those brushes with dirt all over my car and like everything in me just wants to scream because I can hear the sand and grime being dragged across my vehicle. And I've thrown on the brake before, right? And I know car washes love that when the belt snaps and the car won't go through. And I got a big old lifted Jeep. That thing, if I slam on the brake, that's not going anywhere. And I'll open my door and I'll say, you're going to hose this thing off right now, right? (laughs) Don't make me get in that, right? But you're just having a bad day. Don't let that rub off. It's too easy. You got a hose. Have some fun with it. If you see some kids in the car, have some fun with them, right? You have a hose. That's fun. It is fun. Have Um, fun with whatever you do in life. Do it well. That's all I've ever told people. It doesn't matter what you do. Just do it well and have fun doing it. I would advise you to not turn into that josh i would advise you against <laughs> the stopping in the, stopping on the conveyor don't do it don't, don't do, do it i'm sorry but sometimes it just geez you know don't worry it's uh, only in minnesota
0: the yeah, guy that i like only, out yeah. in
1: uh, nashville or wherever it was i like them i will never do that to them
0: <laughs> you never stop there perfect never. hey so when we talk about sales in general i don't know do you need to like hire specific people that are sales people Or is that, do you think in your experience over the years that that's something that people can kind of learn and you can coach up and you can train them into?
1: You can coach sales. You cannot coach empathy. You cannot coach someone to have a good work ethic. So when I hire, I hire for the person. I hire for the skills that make for a good sales professional. Sales As long as they have those other skills, as long as they are empathetic humans, as long as they pay attention to the things that are happening, the cues, the social cues coming from people, as long as they have the ability to work through challenges, because the hardest thing for most people in sales is the amount of no's it takes to get to a yes, okay? And when you're standing at the ticket window and you ask a hundred people, Would you like to upgrade to the unlimited? And they say, no, stop asking me that. Unfortunately, people aren't always nice about these things. I mean, I get some really angry emails back when I'm soliciting people. Unfortunately, that wears out people in a sales capacity. And really the difference between someone that's going to hit quota consistently and somebody that's gonna miss the mark is their ability to let those things roll off their back and to just keep going and to know that, you know what? Every no is good because every no is one more no closer to the yes. And if I can keep these no's coming, I'm going to hit enough yeses to leave this day on solid footing. But what I also look for are people that are genuinely excited about winning. And this is why many times athletes make really incredible sales professionals because athletes know that it takes a lot of training and hard work to get good at what you want to do, but they also love to win. They have a competitive nature. That's just how athletes are wired. So I always give a little bit of favor to anyone that's been an athlete in any capacity, whether it's track, football, basketball, whatever it might be. If you're an athlete, I want you on my team. That's really good advice.
0: I think that it can be really demoralizing to hear, no, 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 no. And I think one of our responsibilities if we're a car wash owner or operator is to help remind people that that's normal. <laughs> like that's a normal thing. We're gonna lift you up and we're gonna get you, get you going. All right, here's a good one. Here's a good one. Here's a good question for you. Coming in from Wade Keith from Breeze Through Car Wash. What's gonna get you more sales? Having a scripted, really tight pitch for your employees or the salesperson themselves like their kind of nature.
1: Wade, I love this question, man. I'm not a fan of sales scripts at all. And here's why. Sales professionals need to be able to infuse their own personality in what they do because that is the difference in the process, right? I mean, there's all these tools in the world. You could you could Authorize your sales professionals at your car wash to have 5,000 tools. If they don't have the right mentality and the right personality that people actually gravitate towards and like trust automatically, then it doesn't matter because you are the best differentiator. But here's what I'll say sales scripts are really, really great for new hires in the first days, right? When someone comes in and they're trying to understand what is the messaging that we use here? What are the things that I should be saying that help me stay on brand? And I would say that there's probably going to need to be some education with people that you bring in around what is our brand and why is it important to stay on brand in our messaging? What are the types of things that we should be making sure to say? Once they get comfortable with those, then what I believe is that you have to give people the ability to be themselves, to find their own natural way of coming back to saying the things that make sense to be saying there, right? Because your customers are going to fall in love with certain employees. They will. There's going to be certain employees that they go, nope, that dude, he's always got a frown on his face. He's too serious. Yeah, he does a great job of what he does, but he's just... He's no fun. Right. But that lady over there, when she sees me coming, she comes over here and helps me out with the vacuum. And she's amazing. She's got a great personality and a sense of humor. Let that shine in those people. Right. So don't I just I'm not a big fan of confining people to the scripts, but use them as a decent starting point for here's what our brand messaging is. Here's what we want to make sure you're saying. And then from here, once you're comfortable, have fun. That's super important, right? Because the employees and the sales team in
0: car wash environments vary wildly in terms of their background, their experience levels, all that kind of stuff. Having that like little nugget, that outline, that script to kind of get you going, get you comfortable. And then you can kind of grow into it. That's really, really strong advice. And I think that in the car wash universe, process is key in so many ways. I think that maybe one of the challenges could be okay, yeah, we wanna have a script for the new hires for a few months. What's our process look like to then elevate them and to get them comfortable with kind of being themselves and taking it to that next level? So I love that advice. If you guys have any other questions here in the Facebook feed, get them in now. I'm gonna wrap up here with one last question of my own for Josh. And if you guys have some, keep those coming in the feed, we'll get those answered for you. My last question, Josh, is if I could only do one thing, right? I can only make one change right now, make my prospects of sales better tomorrow. What is that one thing?
1: The one thing that I would do is develop a consistent and repeatable outreach strategy that is personalized to the customers that you already have. Keeping existing customers is so much easier than finding new customers. I would only add one additional thing to that. And I would say to try to develop a process of focusing on referral business. There's a lot of opportunities here for referral business because what I know is that people that are concerned with stuff like this, with keeping their cars clean, they typically hang out with other people that are concerned with keeping their cars clean. That's just the way it works. Birds of a feather. If you have the best car wash in the world and you feel like you have a relationship with the owner of that car wash. Now you want to support that person. And if that person has made it easy for you to be a referral source, and I'm not saying there has to be a monetary kickback tied to this. This doesn't have to be challenging. Just give them a way to make introductions to any other people that might find a need for this. And you might be listening to that and going, that sounds absolutely crazy. Like, I'm not going to go to church on Sunday. And when I'm sitting next to Bob in the pew next to me, like, say, hey, Bob, what car wash do you use? Oh, yeah, Uh, they're not as good as this other one. You want my referral code? You can go there and get a discount. No, but everybody has family members. And that's a very likely thing, right? Because when family members get together and are having conversations, many times family members live in fairly close proximity or at least Mm -hmm. in the same state. And that means if they're in the same state that they very likely have access to a car wash that's owned by you in a different area of that state. And So when my father comments on how clean my car is every time I come to visit him, if it's easy for me to say, oh, yeah, actually that they send me an email every single month that just thanks me for being a customer. They're actually really great. And I can actually just forward you that email right here because on that email is a way for you to just set up your unlimited package right now with a discount because Mm -hmm. you came as a referral. And the next time you drive up, they're just going to come and put a sticker on your windshield and you're done. It's pretty awesome. I mean, How easy is that, right? And I think that everybody wants referral business. And I think that where we all fail in wanting referral business is that we make it too hard for people to make the referral. So the easier we can focus on that, the better. But the more the customers you have feel like they have direct access to you and you become one of their people in their circle that they trust, that they want to support, that they want to see succeed, then they're going to stay with you. They're going to keep that membership going and they can't wait to spread the word. I have no idea who the manager is of any of the car washes I go to. I have no idea. Yeah. Right.
0: Opportunity. Opportunity is knocking. Hey, we got another question here from Tony. Tony wants to know if you have any tips on how do you resell to your canceled people? So, you know, you're unlimited. You've got out. You canceled out. How do I get you back?
1: Yeah, I mean, people cancel for different reasons, I'm sure, in your industry. The ones that I could think of immediately is A, something went wrong when they were going through and they don't want that to happen again. Or B, change of seasons. Sometimes I have flirted with the idea of canceling my unlimited membership during the summer months because I actually kind of like to wash my cars by hand. I know I shouldn't even I know I shouldn't say that on here. I shouldn't say that on here. <laughs> I'm really sorry, but I already have three other cars I have to wash by hand. So like when I get those cars out of the garage and I'm washing those, it's like, well, I already have the hose in the bucket out here. Why am I driving over to the car wash now? I should just wash these by hand. Right. So I have flirted with that idea before, and that might be something people do is just based on the seasons. Maybe they prefer to only have that in the winter months and they don't need it so much in the summer months. I don't know. But what I would say is that there is always an opportunity to get people's business back. And look, I have a software. I have customers that sign on for our software and for whatever reason need to cancel our software. And I think that the important thing that I always focus on is to cancel without a fight. Number one, do not put up a fight. There's no reason to put up a fight. Tell them that you've appreciated having them as a customer for however long that you have. Remind them that you are always here for them. If they ever wanna come back, they're part of the family and we want you back whenever you wanna come back. And then I always ask the question, was it something that I could have done better? I just want to make sure that this wasn't something that I could correct to keep you here. If this is just something happening in your life, you don't need to tell me about that, right? If it's a change in season, you don't need this, this time of year, that's fine as well. But always give them the option to express if it was something that you could have done better. And honestly, what's upsetting is that many times people aren't, really willing to go into too much detail unless it's really bad. Unless it's like, yeah, the last five times I've come through here, the person that drives my car off is wearing a diamond ring that's flipped upside down and keeps scratching my hood of my truck. That happened to me once. That was kind of a bummer. And then that's one of those things where it's like, oh, uh, okay, well, can we buy you a brand new hood? Like, <laughs> Then can we keep you? Yeah, okay, fine. Let's have that conversation. But sometimes they just don't want to say it. And with unlimited memberships, especially in the time that we're in right now. I think that's why we have to lead with grace because so many people, they don't need money coming out of their bank account every single month automatically. I realize that most of these things are $36, but there are some families in America right now, well, there's families across the world, but there's some families in America right now that $36 a month coming out of their bank account might be the difference between whether or not they're feeding their kids, I don't know, three or four days of the month right? And so we do have to lead with grace and be supportive and find ways to let them know that they can come back whenever they're ready to come back, make it an easy transition for them. And if there's any way that there's opportunities to, I don't think anyone on here does, but one of the things that I do with my customers is if I find out that it's because of some sort of financial hardship, which, for the most part, when we lose customers, that's what it is. Because of COVID, there's yep. a lot changing, and they just need it. Many times, I just flip them over to a free user for a bit. Yep. You know, I, I don't want to see you go, and I know you're finding value in what we're doing here, and I want to help. Would it help if I allowed you to continue using my software for the next 60 days? That's a lot easier for me. My hard costs are a lot less than a car wash. So I totally get that. I know someone's rolling their eyes right now going, (laughs) yeah, but he doesn't have, I mean, come on. Like we're going through thousands of gallons of water and purification and soap and detergent all day long. Like we can't do that. Can't is a strong word. Maybe you can, maybe you can in a smaller scale way. Maybe that unlimited membership person, maybe there's a way that your system can allow them to come through one day per month until they get their feet under them again. Maybe there's a way you can do that. Yeah, There's always a way you can do something.
0: You know, the other thing that we talked about previously on a, on a show was this concept of a pay-as-you-go model, which is kind of a cool thing. But I won't bore you with those details. But we can talk about that another day. Sounds uh,
1: horribly boring,
0: Matt. I never want to have that kind of. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm
1: kidding.
0: Hey, so what I'm what I'm hearing here is, if you want to go after some of those people who are canceling, well, number one, make sure that it's easy for them to get back in the in the family, so to speak, and you know, make sure that the process of when they left was frictionless. You don't wanna create a bad experience and then leave them with a the bad taste because then they're not coming back no matter what. So I don't see any other questions coming up in the feed at the moment. So with that, I think we're gonna end our time here. Josh, I just wanna say thank you so much for taking some time today to to spend it with us and to share a little uh, sales knowledge. I'm sure that we'll be talking more and more because I wanna use sales reach, just,
1: well, just saying. I mean, man, you're my guy. We're <laughs> gonna talk more. If anybody listening, wants to reach out to me it's just josh j-o-s-h at salesreach.io so feel free to reach out to me or if you're on linkedin that's where i spend most of my time i don't know how many people listening on here spend too much time on linkedin but you know it's a great place for business conversations so (laughs) you can always find me on there as well additionally if you're looking for any more resources on sales tips if you don't mind matt we have a podcast called the buyer enablement podcast Perfect. And honestly, we've had some incredible guests on that podcast. It's not just me talking. So if I rubbed you the wrong way on this episode, don't worry. There's smarter people in me on that podcast. Just like this podcast. There's smarter people than Matt on this podcast. But there's smarter people in me on that podcast talking about enabling buyers to have better experiences. And, you know, you're going to have to use your imagination because many of those people are talking about different types of businesses than you are currently in. But using your imagination, looking for inspiration in other industries, that is always a great way to think about how you can reapply that to your own business. I mean, I look at Amazon a lot myself. <laughs> what is Amazon doing and how can I do that at sales reach? Right. Yeah. I mean, 1, totally 1, different percent. industry.
0: One thousand yeah. percent. Well, Josh, thanks again. If you guys out there watching want to see more episodes like this, Want to see just any of the previous shows we've done? That's at carwashmagazine.com or on YouTube. Like we said, we try to be everywhere you are. Until next week, my friends, you know what you need to do. Keep it clean. There you have it, folks. That was our conversation with Josh Feedy from salesreach.io during an episode of Car Wash Magazine Live. One of the things I want to be sure that everybody uh, really heard in that conversation is this concept of staying in communication with your customers. And that really comes through if you have a good customer journey map, because if you map those things out, you can do those little touch points that we talked about to make sure that folks are remembering you, that you are building that brand loyalty and that you're not just driving to that initial sale and then forgetting about that customer down the road, because it's going to be really expensive to try to reacquire that customer should you lose them. So that whole piece about staying in constant communication with your customer, I think is really important in this process. So that's my fun takeaway for you today. Looking forward to more episodes of Car Wash the Podcast and hope to see you all over during a, a live episode of Car Wash Magazine Live soon.
1: Car Wash, the podcast is your source for real stories and real business insights from the experts, both in and out of the car wash industry. Our show helps investors, owners, operators, and managers think about ways to enhance their business. Our podcast is a free on-demand audio program that provides information on the latest trends impacting the industry, tips from successful industry leaders, and inspiration for our listeners.